Hello everybody and welcome to Zing Sitelawena, episode 8, part 3 of Religion and Spirituality in Africa. We continue in today's podcast with Mr. Arnold Maiwongengala, uh, talking about mermaids, the Nyaminyami, Mondoros, uh, Judaism, and the beginnings of Christianity. It or this, whatever, this, this belief, maybe it is also found in other Cultures. other continents. Yes. Don't you think so? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So even us, we, we yes, we we have got the mermaids. So they are more like lesser gods or deities. And then among the Tonga people of Zambia and Zimbabwe, they believe in a serpent fish like demigod called Nyami Nyami. Have you ever heard of Nyami Nyami? Yes, Nyami Nyami, yes. Yes, yes. So I thought Nyami Nyami is, is the same. It's a Hindu as well. Nyami Nyami, uh, not really, but along those lines, Nyami Nyami is a serpent and a fish. Okay. So it's actually, it's a, so it's, it, 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 uh, no, actually Nyami Nyami, I can say it is, Nyami Nyami has got the head of a fish and the body of a serpent. Okay, okay. So, yeah. I see. So, so he, he lives in Zambezi River. And uh, he has a wife there, which is a serpent, fish, demi goddess. So, so they used to venerate, or they venerate uh, the Yaminyami, okay. uh, the Tonga people. Okay. So, in 1956, in, in 1956, a lake was constructed in Zambezi River uh, by. Uh, by pre, pre, present day border of Zimbabwe and Zambia. So it was called uh, Southern Rhodesia, right? And Northern Rhodesia yes. during that time. So they, they, they constructed a, 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 a demo there to make a lake. Uh, so <clears throat> this, this lake is called Lake Karepa. Yes. I believe you know Lake Karepa, yes. right? Yes. So so this separated Nyami Nyami with his wife. So, so like Nyami Nyami was, had gone to, uh, for consulting other Tonga people who were asking uh, for his, his blessings. So he went there. So when people go to the river there, so people will go to, to the river and dance to the river and venerate, and then he will come. Maybe he'll be down 100 kilometers away He'll come, he'll come, and then, yeah. So they will be there until he, he comes. So he, he, he had gone to a consulting a, a trip. So during that, that time, they started to construct a, a demo in, in 1956. And the people, they told the, the, the authorities, uh, who were at that, that time the colon, uh, colonists, right, uh, that, you know, the text was going to, to restrict the movement of their demigod and his wife. But uh, the authorities did not listen. So it, it is believed that this angered Nyami Nyami. And actually, the, the demo collapsed in, in, in 1957. So the Tonga people, they told the, the authorities that, no, it is Nyami Nyami who, who has destroyed the, uh, this demo. Okay. So, so they tried by all means, you know, they tried for years to construct a, a, a demo 
until they gave in, until they, they gave in and the, the authorities went to, to the Tonga people for consultation. And the Tonga people told them that they, they first have to sacrifice, they first have to, to ask it to Nyami uh, Nyami. So, so the authorities, they sacrificed with cows and circles of coins which were drawn to the river as sacrifices. So with the help of the uh, Tonga diviners in the community, the Nyami Nyami allowed the BDM to be constructed, which was after five years since its initial construction. Okay. But now, but now there's still, there's still a problem now. Like traditionally, there's still a problem because Nyami Nyami still wants, wants his wife. So in Karipa there, it's a place uh, with frequent earthquakes and uh, tremors. So they believe it is Nyami Nyami they, who wants to destroy the, the dam wall. And uh, the, last, um, the last tremor uh, took place on the 1st and 2nd of April 2020. Okay. That, that, that was the last one. And uh, it, 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 it had a, a magnitude of 4.0. So, so, so tremors, uh, so the, 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 the earthquake and tremors, they are, they are measured on the scale of, t- of 0 to 10, right? Yes. So if it's 0 to 5, it's a, yeah, 0 to 5 is a tremor, and then 5 to 10 is an earthquake. So this one was 4. The magnitude was 4, which means it was almost an earthquake. Yes. And it happened right now. You see, so the Tonga are saying it is Nyami Nyami, and they believe that one day there's going to be a serious earthquake when Nyami 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 will be like, you know what, this is it. I'm destroying the this demo. Yes. Okay. So, uh, yes. And then uh, there are also different types of diviners and otters among the band. I believe you know what are otters, right? No, please explain. Sorry? Okay, an order, um, okay, uh, do you see these uh, Catholic nuns and the fathers, the yes. Jesuits, and the brothers, yes, you see? So, like, we, so that kind of uh, arrangement whereby oh, there'll be okay. nuns and then there'll be, there'll be in an institution following some certain rules, yes, that is called yes. an order. Okay. Yes. So, and the Jesuits have their own order. So even among the Bantu, uh, there are orders there among the diviners. So I'm going to give you just a few, few, few examples. So we have got this Sangoma, or Isango. Okay. Those are diviners, right? Yes. So those are diviners who are found among the Nguni people. So they are well known for casting the lot by throwing objects to the floor. Do you know uh, the uh, the casting of, of, of the lot, right? In the middle, which are my tambo? No, I am talking about the casting of the Lord. Have you ever heard uh, of that casting the, the Lord? Uh, if you give me the Ndebele term for that. Okay, it's uh, it's Uguposa Inkato. Okay, okay. So to cast the Lord, it is whereby you use a certain instrument for divination. For example, uh, in Europe or America, you know, there they, they are these people called the gypsies, right? I think yes. it's a... Yes. Okay, so the gypsies, or the, oh, they are called the Romani people, right? Because some, some, someone told me that I must not say gypsies sometimes. They may yes. feel offended. So, yes. the, so the Romani people, they, 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 they read tarot uh, cards, you know, those, those yes. cards. 
Yes. And I saw someone from the UK who was using tea. tea yes, they, you know, they to, read to, tea leaves as well. Yes. So that is that is the casting of the lords. Ugupo is is inkato. We we call it inka. No, it's inkato. Sorry, it's inkato. Inkato. Okay. In it's in So so it comes in different ways. So there is the one which is called inkato yogupo swa or ugupo sinkato, which means this 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 one is where by you you cast it by throwing. You see. So. So the Sangoma is well known for casting the lots by throwing objects to the floor, right? Yes. Yeah, many, 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 many people, they, they refer to these objects as bones, but it, it is not only bones, no. They are, yes, they are bones. They are mostly, those are joints, like the ankle joints and the knuckle joints, right? Yes. But they are also, they are also gastrolites. Gastrolites. Do you know gastrolites? No. Okay, gastrolites are, or I can say a gastrolite is a stone swallowed by a bird, reptile, or fish to help digesting in the in the gizzard. Uh, in the belly, the gizzard is called inginila. You know, yes. so if you if you open it, you you will find stones there. Have you seen that there are, there are stones there? Yes. Yes. So like yes. So even. Even the crocodiles and, and and the fish, they've got these stones, especially the, the crocodiles. So some of the objects there, which are, so like there is a actually there is a leather bag with with the objects for for drawing, right? So there are poles, as I said, there are ankle joints and the knuckle joints there of the animals, and then there are gastrolites. But the gastrolites we, we, which are usually uh, used is are those of of the crocodiles. Or oh. those that have been taken from the stomach of the crocodile. The crocodile. Yes. Okay. Okay. And then there are also there are also cow cowrie shells. Those, those are shells like snail shells, right? Yes. The cowrie shells. Yeah. So so each object has a meaning. For example, let's say the Nike joint, right, of a lion uh-huh. in the bag right there may represent so the, the the Nike joint of a lion in that bag may represent a leader. Because the lion is the king of the jungle, you see. So, so you see. Okay. So in the divination, so 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 during divination, it, it may mean a family head or a church leader or a village head or a manager or a king or a chief, but someone who is a leader. Okay. You see, and then um, it is believed that the way the object falls on the floor after being thrown, right? Uh, the way it 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 falls uh, is configured by the will of the ancestral spirits for okay. revelation to the sangoma, for revelation to to the sangoma to interpret to interpret it to the person who has come for consultation. Yes, you see, uh, yes. So, for example, let's say a ball falling in an upright position may mean that the sick client will will, will be fine. So, if he throws the ball and uh, uh, the bone maybe of a of an the ankle joint of a sheep, and then if he, if 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 he throws it and then it, if if it goes in an upright position when it it falls and then it stays in an upright position, it means that the person who the, the, this sick client is going to be fine. He just needs to relax. He's, he's okay. going to the assistants are saying you are going to be fine. Yes. Okay. And then so and then 
and then if it, it falls maybe in upside down mm. position, You're it means gone. that maybe the client is not gonna yes, or maybe <laughs> someone or or maybe someone is going to die, or maybe someone is going to be sick, you see, okay. or he is going to be sick, or someone wants to to put a spell on him or her. So yeah. So so uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. the type of the object, so the, 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 the type of the object and the in, interpretation of those objects, they differ from one sangoma to the next. The next. So, that, okay. so, what I was, so what I was just showing you was just an example. So you, you go to another sangoma, you know, it's another, it's, it's, so there's that, that individualization of, 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 of civilization. Okay. Yes. And yes. And even the objects, they mean different things to a different sangoma. Okay. Yeah. So I guess now you 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 you've got a, a understanding how the sangoma divides, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because people they just see someone throwing bones and doing this, they think so. There is a lot of a uh, 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 divination, and there is a lot of a uh, system there happening. Yes. Yeah. So, so we another example that I can give you is the Nchomane uh, diviner. Uh, the Nchomane the diviner is found among the Tonga people. The Tonga people, they are found in South Africa, Mozambique, and Zimbabwe. We even have some Tonga, we, 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 we even have families that, that have coming from the Tonga people, like the, the Mlilo people, the Mlilo family among us. We call them Amatonga, from the okay. word Tonga, yes. So meaning that they, they also brought Nchomane diviners into the Ndebele uh, a, a culture. You see, so the, the Indian culture is so diversified by different people and different tribes who are part of it, yes. So, uh, the Njomani is well known for, I, think, I don't know how, how, how to pronounce it, exorcism or exorcism. You know, yes. to, to, to exorcise. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They are very well known for that. They are, they are, they are, they are said to be, they are, they are good exorcists. Yes. And then, the last uh, maybe diviner I can give you is the Mondoro. So the Mondoro is a is a, a type of a diviner found within the Shoshone people of Zimbabwe, right? Okay. Uh, are we together? Uh, so the Mondoro is like uh, a sangoma. Is the mon um. Sangoma by how? Maybe if you can explain uh, to me. No, no, I, I don't know what a Mondoro is. I'm just trying to understand. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's, it is a type of a diviner. Okay. A sangoma, a sangoma is a diviner. A, a Injoman is a diviner. Okay. And then, a Mondoro is also a divine. A, a Mondoro, how, how can I put it? Yeah, we can say it's a type of a diviner. Yeah. But, okay, let, let me just uh, explain to you. Maybe we can help each other what, what it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's a type of a diviner found within the Shona people of Zimbabwe. So it, 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 the diviner hosts a, a spirit called Mondoro. Okay. You see? So the name, of, so the, the, the name of the spirit that is being hosted by that diviner is the one which is called the Mondoro. Okay. You see? So, this, so it's a spirit of an of an ancient uh, royal family member in that area okay. uh, where the where the host uh, comes from, you see. So the spirit has 
So this spirit, it is believed that it, 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 it is got a spiritual lion powers. You see? So the lion is the king of the jungle. So in other words, it's believed that it, it is got very powerful uh, uh, spiritual powers. Okay. So, uh, so I'm going to give you an example of people who were, who were hosts or who were possessed with, with, with the, with the Mondoro spirit, right? Okay. Famous people. Okay. So we have got, um, someone who was called, uh, Charu Nyakasikana. Charu Nyakasikana. So okay. she was a woman. She was, uh, best. She was staying in Mazoe, uh, somewhere in Mashala, in Mashala there. So she was possessed with a spirit, with the Mondoro of a, a, a princess called Nehanda. Nehanda. Yes. So, so people started, to, so if you are possessed with that spirit, people started to, to call you with the name of that spirit as a way of respecting that spirit. So, in Shona, uh, if it, it, like they they will call it uh, if it is a woman spirit they will call it uh, mbuya mbuya means grandmother it's a way of yes. showing seniority so so people started to refer to Charlie as mbuya nehanda because she was possessed with the spirit a mondoro called nehanda okay. so she was she was called mbuya nehanda okay so mbuya nehanda was not the person that we see on uh, these photos mbuya nehanda was the spirit that she was possessed with okay her name was called Charlie. Charo Nyakasikana. Yes. So um, another one is um, is this diviner called Kumbore uh, Shumba. Kumbore Shumba. Meaning, the name means uh, what? Kumbore, like lake of a, of a lion. Yes. That, that, that was his name, yeah. He was based in Mofu, uh, Mofumure area, which is between uh, Chekutu and Harare in Zimbabwe there. So he was possessed with a Mondoro called Kakuvi. Okay. So because it was a, so because it, it was a male a, a spirit, a male. Yes. So people will will, will will they they refer to that diviner as grandfather, and in Shona it is Sekuru. Yes. So they for now they refer to Kumbore Shumba as Sekuru Kakuvi. Okay. You see, so. So these two Mondoro diviners, uh, they were very influential in the motivation of the Shona people to, to rebel against uh, colonists in, 18, in the 1896 uh, rebellion. Okay. So that is how they became. And now they are icons in, in Zimbabwe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So now we now go to, to the 11th uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, category. Yes. <clears throat> so we, we now go to Judaism. So we spoke about the Jews on our last program, right? Yes. Meaning that they came with Judaism in Africa. So we said the first Jews were the if you if you if, if you still remember we said it is the the Mizrahi Jews, right? Yes. So we say they came during the time of the of the Babylonian um, invasions. Yes. Yes. So meaning that um, meaning that uh, that was the time when they introduced. Uh, Judaism to Africa. That's how that's how old Judaism is in Africa. Yes. So, so and yeah. 
so it, it, it came with Jews in Africa at different in, intervals, as, as, as you as you remember that I was on, on, on my presentation on, on the last program, I was showing that how Jews came on different times, right? Yes. So the so according to Judaism, they or to the Jews, they they refer to their they they believe that there is a supreme being called uh, Yahweh or Jehovah. Um. So <clears throat> uh, are we together? Yes. Okay. So he his name is perceived to be too sacred to be pronounced. So whenever they come across. This, these names, when reading their religious scriptures, they re, they replace it with the word Adonai. So it's a way of showing respect. respect. They, they, they don't say, they, they, sorry? It's true, showing respect. Yeah, so they say Adonai, yes, yes. So they don't say, so they, they think there is no proper pronunciation. So the best way is just to leave it and come up with Adonai, yes. Okay. So they consider other gods. So they consider other gods as false gods. So in their scriptures, uh, this god is say is 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 is, is like we read where he says he is a jealous god. So in other ways, he, he consider other gods to be false. Okay. So he is considered to, to be the true god. Yes. So yeah. So now we go to number twelve. Which is Christianity. Okay. So, so Christianity began as a sect in Judaism. It argued that Jesus was the Christ. You see. Yes. So now, do you know what the word Christ means? No. So the word Christ is a Greek word to mean the anointed one. Okay. So what happened was this. So what happened was this. Uh, and the lingua franca, or the common language of the Middle East during the reign of the Roman Empire, was a Greek dialect called Koine Greek. So this Koine Greek uh, became a common language in the Mediterranean and the Middle East uh, regions okay. si- since the times of the fourth, since the times of the fourth century BC, in the Hellenistic uh, period. That, that was between the death of the ancient Greek uh, king Alexander the, the Great to the decline of the Roman Empire. So that was the common language. Okay. Uh, so, yes. So in Hebrew, we, which was spoken by the Jews as a local language, uh, the, the followers of Jesus referred to him as the Messiah. I guess you know this word, yes. right? Yes. So what does it mean, Messiah? Uh, I just, I, I, I don't know the textbook definition of Messiah, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so the, the Messiah means the Savior, the Savior. Okay. So, so according to the, okay, so according to the, to the Judaism scriptures, right? Yes. The Jews were going, the, uh, the Jews were, were going to, to, to be redeemed from their suppression by a messiah or by a savior. So Jews were always waiting for this messiah, messiah you know, okay. that is going to, yes, that is, this messiah. So like the, the Jewish prophets, they were saying, don't worry, there's going to be this messiah who's going to take away from this suppression from the Romans or, for who, or for, from whoever was oppressing them during their times, yes. So they always waiting for this messiah and 
these followers of Jesus, they were saying he is the, the Messiah, he is the Christ, you see. Yes. Okay. So other Jews, other Jews, they argue that Jesus did not have the qualities as said by the scriptures to be declared as the Messiah they had been waiting for. Because to them, most of our Jews, they thought that uh, the Messiah was supposed to come from the, was supposed to be someone like with the kingly qualities, that someone who is, you know, with those qualities, someone from the wealthy family, you know, like someone who is with a great status, someone who, who can say something, people can listen to him. Okay. But Jesus was the son of a carpenter, so they're like, no, but we know his father is Joseph. He can't, no, can't be Joseph's son, you know. So there was always this argument, you know. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. So, so that so argument now, led so to now, the split between Judaism and Christianity. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. But I am going to get there because I, I just want to give you a, a background. Okay. So, so... So, 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 so now it was more like a sect within two Judaism. It was like they, 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 they were like in, in Judaism, but saying, but this is the, uh, the Christ, this, this is the Messiah. Some were saying, no, you see. So they asked the church, uh, these followers of, of Jesus, was established in Jerusalem in 33 AD, okay. which was the time, which is the time when Jesus Christ is said to have died. So, the leader of that first church was James, the half-brother of Jesus, and the first apostle was Peter, uh, and the first evangelist was John. So, so now, there was, so from there, they started to form churches all over, like around, you know, uh, Jerusalem and beyond. Okay. Uh, which is, yes. yes. So, so they, they they formed a conference of apostles. It, it was more like a parliament of that, that, that movement. So it was, it was a conference of apostles. It was called the Jerusalem Council. So so uh, in in 49 AD, right, uh, the Jerusalem Council officially declared that a non-Jew Christian or a Gentile, so like the Jews, they refer to, to people who, who were non Jews as Gentiles. Yes. So they didn't want them to be part of the Judaism. So this, this section was saying no, but they, they, they must also be part of uh, uh, Judaism, you know. So in, in, in 49 AD, the Jerusalem Council officially declared that a non Jew Christian or a Gentile Christian did not have to be circumcised to become a Jew in the Christian sect. You okay. see? So this marked the the beginning of the breakaway of Christianity from Judaism. Okay. We could even say that uh Christianity broke, broke away from Judaism from forty nine AD. Okay. And on that same year, on that same year, uh, one of the evangelists Mark Mark the ev- evangelist who was a companion of the Apostle Peter. Some say he is the Mark who wrote the Gospel according to Mark in the Christian Bible. So this Mark, uh, on that same year, uh, 1480, he, he established a Christian church in Alexandria in, in Egypt. So <clears throat> so Alexandria was a Mediterranean, a Mediterranean port, meaning that its lingua franca was Queen Greek. 
which was a language also spoken by Marx the evangelist and all other founders of Christianity, you see? Yes. So, so you see these founders now, when they were spreading Christianity, they, they went mostly into places where uh, in the Mediterranean and in the Middle East because they, the same language, they had uh, this Queen Greek, right? So, in, 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 so Alexandria, which was in Egypt, in Africa, um, they also spoke this language uh, as a common language because it was also in the Mediterranean uh, region. Okay. Are uh, we together there? Yes. So, so, um, yes. So this also marked the entrance of Christianity to Africa, um, meaning that Africans accepted Christianity in its infancy stage. You see, yes. so. So the so so Christianity was introduced to Africans on the first year of the independence of Christianity from Judaism. That's how old Christianity is in Africa. So <clears throat> so the church which was established in Alexandria by Mark uh, still exists today under the name of the Coptic Orthodox Church, which is headquartered in in, in Egypt. Okay. So, so currently about fifty percent of the African population belong to this religion, uh, Christianity, and it became very popular uh, or became accepted during colonization when the African traditional institutions uh, had been destroyed uh, by the colonial uh, agents. So what happens was that uh, you will find that. Uh, uh, Christians, right, or missionaries, they will establish a mission where they will put a, a hospital and then a, and a school and a church. So Africans who will go to learn or to, who will go and get service uh, for, for health services there, they were also being told about Christianity, you see? Uh, are we together there? Yes. Sorry? Yes, Hello? yes, I'm listening. Yes, so you see, so they, this is how it it, it, it became popular. Right. So, so when people were so people, so when people were learning there, so especially children, you know, children they easily adopt things. So when children were learning there, they were being told about this Christianity. Even when people were were patients were going to to these missionary uh, hospitals. So at the end of the day, that is how it it it, it expanded during that, that time. Uh, it has an so indoctrination of some sort. Yes, 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 yes. If I can say so. Okay. <laughs> if I can say so. Yes, yes. So so Christianity was intertwined with westernization in Africa. That, that's how it became associated by, by Africans because Africans had lost their traditional uh, institutions from colonization. Okay. And the, and the, the most and the, the greatest or the, the highest custodian in African religion. Do you know who is the highest uh, custodian in a society? Uh, in, in African society, is it the chiefs? It's the king. Yes, the chief and or the king. You are correct. So, oh. like in among the developed people, we know what happened to King Lobengula. Yes, uh, the developed king. Okay. What 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 happened to him? Oh, so uh, he, uh, he, uh, I'm listening, yes. Okay. <laughs>
that concludes uh, part three of uh, religions and spiritualities of Africa. Uh, join us again for part four, which is the conclusion. Um, to Mr. Arnold Maiwango Nkala, thank you so much. And thank you for listening. Please don't forget to like, follow and subscribe to uh, on our YouTube channel and the other um, platforms. Thank you very much. Bye. Is it good? Is it my city?